you for joining us today here at Victory. At Victory Church, we are a community of authentic, spirit-led Christ followers transformed to walk in victory. Join us as we begin today's message. Did you like that? Amen. <laughs> See how the, uh, the ones who were not the farmer or the shepherd tried to call and they didn't, even, they didn't even look up to even see what that was. They didn't even recognize that voice. But when he came out and, and called the sheep, if you'll notice at first, a couple heads popped up and looked. And the more he called, they all looked. And next thing I know, they're starting to come one by one. And then it's just like an avalanche of them. Uh, I saw that online and I thought that would be appropriate for the message today. The message is the Good Shepherd. Yeah. I guess you could have figured that one out on your own, huh? And, uh, wow, isn't that really what happens? Yeah. Look around the room. The Good Shepherd has called us and we're gathered together here as sheep Amen. who need a Good Shepherd to lead us because all along by ourselves, we're in danger. Man, many of us have been in that danger before, and we know what that danger's like. Um, I think this will be a good lesson for us today. I'll try to do the very best that I can to explain the scriptures as I understand them. I ask that you listen to your good shepherd today. As he calls into your heart, into your minds, and speaks to you the things he would speak to you in that day. You know, Josh really preached a sermon a minute ago when he read the, the author of that music of what it really meant to him. 
Wow. Have you ever thought really deeply of the love of Jesus? And the fact that he died for us so that we could be called his sheep and live with him eternally. That love. That you and I, we don't have it. We don't have that kind of love. But we've got a Lord, we've got a Savior that thank goodness he had that kind of love for us. Let's go to the Lord and pray this morning and ask the Lord to be with us. Almighty God, we welcome you into our presence today. We ask that we'll be able to hear your voice today as you call us. As you call us into a deeper, more intimate relationship with you. Perhaps, Father, there's one lost sheep here today that has never answered that call of your voice. Our prayer will be that today's the day that they will hear your voice and respond to your call. Lord, we want to thank you for your son Jesus who emptied himself out to become a man to be like one of us. So he could be called the son of man, but a mighty God, a wonderful counselor. That you loved us so much that you gave your only begotten son that whoever of us would listen to that voice and respond, that we would have everlasting life with you, God the Father, with you, God the Son, and with you, God the Holy Spirit. We are so grateful, Lord, that you called us, and we're so grateful that we've heard your voice and responded. I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. If you got your Bibles with you today, you can turn to the Gospel of John, the 10th chapter, beginning in verse 11 through verse 18. I'll be in and out of that area there. But also, if you've got, you can look on the screen or your digital phones or whatever you, you use to read the Word of God. To begin with, as we go background last week, I preached on the healing of the blind man, and it immediately comes into this chapter 10 of John, and next week we'll talk about Lazarus and his raising. But the background is just moving quickly. And the Word of God says this, starting in verse 11 of chapter 10. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is a hireling and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming and leaveth the sheep and fleeth. And the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. The hireling fleeth because he is a hireling and cared not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. 
and I know my sheep, and am known of mine. And as the Father knoweth me, even so I the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring. And they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Therefore, doth my Father love me, because I lay down my life, that I might take it up again. No man taketh it from me, but I lay down myself. I have the power to lay it down. I have the power to take it up again. This commandment have I received of my Father. May God bless the reading of his word. There is an attractiveness of the character of the shepherd. Verse 11, he says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for his sheep. Our shepherd is attractive to us because he does something that no man would do, would lay down his life for a whole world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever would believe in him should not perish. For this is an attractive feature of the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd loves each and every one of you so much. That love is a well overwhelming and abounding. It's a love that you and I cannot understand. But it is only a love that God can share with the Son so that He can share with us. This is an attractive feature of our shepherd. This same shepherd, He loves us infinitely. In verse 10 and 11, The thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, to destroy, I and come that they might have life and that life more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. Infinite love. He comes because he knows that there's a thief, there's a robber wandering around and his name is Satan. Satan's job is to eternally destroy your and my soul. His sole purpose is to be a thief, to steal your salvation from you, to steal your joy, to steal your abundant life. He's also to kill and destroy your soul. He knows if he can get you to not hear the voice of the shepherd by promoting other voices in your life, putting other things in your life, that he will turn you from the voice of the shepherd. But we can be glad because our shepherd loves us infinitely, forever and ever, eternally. That's why he sent the good shepherd, the son, Jesus Christ, so that you and I can enter into an eternal relationship that lasts from the day you go in forever and forever and forever. He also wants us to have that more abundant life now. Eternal life is just not something we wait for tomorrow from the day we take our last breath. But our abundant life now is infinite because it begins our eternal life at the moment you accept the voice. When you answer the call to Jesus, now that doesn't mean that your troubles will go away. That doesn't mean that your trials will go away. But that abundant life is that knowing that the God 
of the universe loved you so much that if you were the only sheep that was out there and he called you, he went after you, that he loves you so much that he knows your name. He knows your name so much if you were the only one. Think about the infiniteness of that. Can you comprehend in your finite mind that a God of the universe would want to save you eternally based on the way you have lived, the way you at one point in your life rejected Him and lived in your own way, but His love was so infinite that He wanted you to be part of His universe, part of His life. Because God Himself is infinite. And eternal life means that you will live with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit forever and forever and forever. The Good Shepherd knows His sheep intimately. Verse 3 in chapter 10 says, and verse 16, 3 says, To him the border opened, and the sheep hear His voice, and he called his own sheep by name and laid them out. The sheep hear his voice. He is giving you a call, an intimate call to respond so that he can lead you out of the paths of unrighteousness, to lead you away from the thief and the liar and the wolf that wants to devour you. When you're able to hear the voice calling you, that means you have an intimate relationship with Him. That's what the Word of God was written for. That you can hear what God says to you so that you can recognize God's voice when He calls. Like those sheep. If you noticed that two or three people before where they were calling and having fun and laughing because the sheep wouldn't even raise their voice. But the sheep have an intimate relationship with the shepherd because they have heard the shepherd's voice. It's distinct and it's intimate. And they understand, just like in the video, as soon as the shepherd began to call, the way he called, the heads popped up and the sheep came. You, when you go to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the good shepherd, you will know that voice. Amen. And when you stay in His Word, it's more of a protection for you. The shepherd has put a protection for you there to not wander off on other voices. When you know God's Word, you're able to hear that voice. You're able to respond when He calls and come to be fed and to be taken care of. There's an inclusiveness of his concern for you and I. In verse 16, And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there should be one fold and one shepherd. Our Lord is inclusive. There's more than one fold. There was the Jewish fold, and then there was the Gentile fold, which all of us are part of. He came first to the children of Israel, and then to the Gentile. Our God is an inclusive God. For that famous scripture that I've already quoted, for God so loved the world, 
He died for the Muslim. He died for the Hindu. He died for the atheist. He died for all those religions in the world, the agnostic, which is not even sure if there is a God. He died for us all. He wants us to be one fold, one group, because God is inclusive. He loves all His children of the world. The question is, which of those children will be called and answer that call and be a sheep? Because He calls all men and women to Christ. He calls all men and women to Himself. Because that is the reason He died on the cross. That is the reason that He shed His blood for you and I. He's inclusive. He wants all to be saved. He wants none to perish. But the question is, are you going to be one of the sheep and answer the call today? The sheep, or the shepherd seeks the sheep, and the shepherd shelters the sheep. It says there in 16, once again, I must bring, and they shall hear my voice. He's seeking you. If you know the Lord Jesus Christ, He sought you. Ray, He sought you that day. You did not seek Him, but you heard that voice and you followed Him. If you know the Lord Jesus Christ, He's been out looking for you the whole time. You've not sought Him. He has been seeking you and He's calling you. When you respond to that voice, He begins to lead you. Amen. And you follow Him because you know that voice. Verse 7 says this, Then said Jesus unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. He's that door. He's that gateway into eternal life. He is that gateway into abundant life. When you come into that relationship, when you enter the door that the great shepherd, the good shepherd calls you, you come in to still waters. You come in to pastures. You come in to shelter and protection. Before that, you are out amongst the thief, the liar, and the wolves that want to devour you. They wanted to take your soul straight to a place called hell. Because that was his purpose. But the good shepherd is the door. He is the way. He is the truth. And he is the life. He is the only way to the Father. But you must enter in that door. Let's look together at Hebrews chapter 13 verse 20. Hebrews 13, 20 says this. Now the God of peace, look at that word, that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant. That shelter for you was the blood of Jesus Christ. That shelter of blood covers you that protects you from the wolf, from the thief, 
and from the rock. That day when Jesus Christ shed his blood for you, he gave you a peace. A peace we all understand. A peace of knowing that you are his sheep and he is your shepherd. And that he loved you so much, that's why he shed that blood. And he gives you that peace. And that blood shelters you from being seen the way you are. When Jesus died on the cross, he gave you his righteousness. That blood covers you. So when God the Father, the Good Shepherd, looks directly at you, all he sees is the blood of Jesus Christ across you that makes you righteous before God, that makes you one of his sheep. That means that your soul is saved and it lives with Christ, God the Father, and the Holy Spirit in eternity, infinitely, forever and ever. There's an effectiveness of the call. Let's look at John again. Verses 27 through 30 in chapter 10. Listen carefully to what God's Word says. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father, which gave them to me, is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. That effective call that he calls you expects a response from you and I. Verse 27 there says once again, They hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Is the voice of God, is the great shepherd, the good shepherd? Has he called you and you've not responded to his voice? He expects you to answer that call. Because his call is extremely effective. Just like that farmer on there that called those sheep when they came. Sometimes they're a little slow to hear. They looked up and weren't quite sure it was his voice. But then they responded. Matter of fact, they responded as a herd. Started individually and the herd responded. There's an expectation in your life when Jesus calls you. And the expectation is to follow that call so that he can, can lead you. There's also that call establishes a relationship. Verse 28 I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. And neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. The call establishes a relationship, an eternal relationship with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And you can never be plucked out. In other words, you can never lose your eternal life. You can never lose your salvation because God has made a promise. He's made a promise to you that He gives you eternal life. You don't earn it. 
He has given to you. Consequently, He promises you and I that eternal life is established. The relationship is also indestructible in verse 28. You cannot pluck them out. There's nothing can happen that changes that. No matter what Satan would try to tell you, where Satan would try to say, yeah, but you still do all these things you shouldn't do. He doesn't love you. You lose your salvation. That eternal life, because Jesus died on the cross, because that blood that was shed for you is more than effective. It's eternal. Don't let Satan whisper in your ear with a strange voice and try to tell you, oh, you did that today. You are lost. You were never saved. Because the promise in the Scripture is that you are eternally saved. You call it, we call it eternal security. So when the shepherd calls you and you respond to that call, your soul is saved forever and forever. Because salvation is not of you. Salvation is of the Lord. He is the author. He's the finisher of your faith. There's nothing you can do to deserve it. There's nothing you can do to earn it. Because it was done all for you on the cross of Calvary that day. The good shepherd, who is also called the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. His blood was shed that day on the cross for his sheep. Do you know Jesus is your Lord and Savior? Have you heard the voice and responded? If you had, you're one of the sheep. But if God's calling you today and you're hearing that voice and you're not certain, but you feel that call, you feel that inner tug, this is the day to be like the sheep that we just watched. You heard the voice, you lifted your head, you're not sure, and then you know. This is the day of your salvation. This is the day to become the sheep. I ask you to respond to that voice because that response is expected. For Colossians 3, let's look there together. Colossians 3 and 3. Verse 3. For you are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. You see, when you accepted the call, you were no longer you. Your old life went away. Amen. The life and the person and the soul that you have is hid in Christ. It's hid in the Good Shepherd who lays down his life for his sheep. How's God speaking to you today? Do you know him? He loves you more than anything in the world. That love I can't describe to you because I have not the words or the capability to describe it to you. But it really does go back to that scripture for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, 
that whosoever in here believes shall not perish, shall not lose your soul to a place called hell. But when you answer the call, you have everlasting life with the Good Shepherd. As we close, what has God said to you today? I do the very best I can with the limited capability I have. But I do know this. God speaks to you all in different ways. And maybe he spoke to you today. Maybe you don't know him and you need to be coming to the altar and become a sheep. Maybe you're already sheep and you just need to come to the altar and thank him for calling. I don't know. But as they sing for the invitation, as God leads your heart, you can come forward.